Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, my Think Go followers? It's currently 10.56 p.m. I'm supposed to release a podcast tomorrow. I was going to release this one with um, you know, the, this business guy. And, you know, I figured, let me just hold on to that. Let me release something of just myself because I feel like I've posted a lot about, you know, a lot of interviews with other people and it's been amazing, but I want y'all to get, you know, just an idea of my mindset and for y'all to understand a little bit about where I'm coming from and a little bit about the way I think. And first of all, let me just say, I thank you guys so much for just supporting this brand, just you know, I appreciate y'all for just wanting to just be supportive of this and just wanting to better yourself and just trusting in in me and us and what we're creating. And I, I want to tell y'all that we will not upset y'all and that I promise to be real with y'all. I promise to give you guys everything that I have and everything that I, I have to give. And, you know, I promise to manifest the greatest things for this brand by speaking it, believing it, and receiving it. So today I'm going to talk about that speaking, believing, and receiving things into your life. And I'm going to talk about manifestation and just why my life is just a living testimony of that. So I hope y'all enjoy. God bless. Thank oh. living testimony of the power of manifestation, man. And I'm a firm believer. I'm 100%. I'm all in. I believe that you can really manifest anything you want into your life, but you have to change your mind to be, to allow you to do that. And so we're going to get into a little bit of a story time. So I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of periods in my life where I was manifesting the wrong things. So I take it back to high school when, you know, I was trying to, I was trying to fit in. I was trying to be the popular kid. And, you know, what a lot of the popular kids were doing was smoking, drinking. And not to say that, you know, you shouldn't be doing that in high school, but I just knew that my purpose and my passion was, was way more than just drinking and smoking. I knew that God had put inside of me such a great plan. But I also, there was this disconnect inside of me because I knew I wasn't living to that plan. Like, you know, when like, you know, like when deep down in your heart, you're supposed to be doing something and instead you're living the opposite way. Like you're supposed to be this type of person, you know, deep deep down, you're that type of person. But like your actions are not reflecting that type of person that you want to become. And so that was basically what I was doing. And I just constantly, I just constantly felt like God just nudging me. He was like, Ivory, this is a warning. Yo, get back on track. Become who you're meant to be. And I just shut down that voice. I just shut down that voice. And instead, 
I stopped listening to that voice and I said, you know, let me be what's cool. Let me be what's popping. Let me be what everybody else is doing. And I started to think like everybody else. You know, I started to think like, like I just didn't care. I just started to think like, like I didn't know my worth basically is what it came down to. It's like, I truly did not know my worth. I didn't know my purpose and I didn't, I wasn't fulfilling my true passion. And I was surrounding myself around the wrong things. And I battled with, you know, things like, (laughs) you know, marijuana abuse. I used to, yeah, smoke a lot. And that's not to say that smoking weed is bad for you. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the life that I wanted to live was not aligned to the life that I was living. So basically, I was manifesting all of these bad circumstances in my life. And um, there came a point, I think it was my... Junior year in high school, I hit up my friend. I'm going to just call him John because we're not going to say his name all here, but he knows who he is. And, you know, it was late at night and my mom had a rental car at the time and I didn't even have my license. This was sophomore year. I didn't even have my license yet. I didn't start driving until I was like a freshman in college. No bullshit. But I was like, yo, John. Let's go and let's go and smoke this blunt. You know, I got the blunt. You know, I don't got my license, but I'll pick you up. My mom's asleep. I'll come pick you up. And so I'm like, he's like, all right, I'm down. I'm down. So he lives like right down the street from me. So I'm like, all right, I'll be there in 10 minutes. He's also like, all right, I got to sneak out of my house, too, because my parents, my parents are sleeping right now and they won't let me out at this time. I'm like, bro, you'll be all right. Just go around back. So I pull up to his house. I'm waiting like 15 minutes for this dude to come out. 20 minutes, 25 minutes. All right. He finally comes out the house and we're like, all right, we good. We good. Let's go smoke this blunt. So we're going to go smoke in the car, not in the car. We're going to go take the blunt in the car. We're going to go smoke somewhere. And uh, we ended up going behind Giant. <laughs> we ended up going behind Giant. I pulled a little rental car up late at night. It's like two o'clock in the morning. I pull up, pull up, park my car in the back. And right when I park my car in the back, a cop pulls up and flies right by us across the street and like passes by to the gas station. And the gas station overlooks, you know, right where we were at. But I'm thinking, you know, since we're in the dark, we're in the cut police officer can't see us so we're fine and i'm just being stupid and i get out the car get ready to you know light light it or whatever you know how it goes and the cop pulls around and comes right towards us and i'm like no way what is going on i'm like yo john just keep walking just keep walking just keep walking act like you don't even see him i'm just like act like you don't even see him and we're walking we're walking we're walking and then we see the car pull up in the parking lot the police car pull up in the parking lot so what I do is I throw the blunt as far as I can <laughs> and then we speed walk to the car like it's 2 a.m. We're not doing that. We just speed walk to, to our car and um, we get to the car. We're in the car like getting ready to take off. We see the police car pull up right next to us. So like we're not about to just drive it's away, the- drive away. And um, <laughs> the police officer gets out of his car and gets the flashlight and he's like, what are you guys doing? And he's shining it right at my face. What are you guys doing? And, you know, I'm I'm a, what a young 15, 16-year-old kid. I'm nervous as shit. I'm not going to lie. I'm super nervous. My friend, John, in the passenger seat was about to, yeah, he was he was real nervous too. But, um, you know, he was looking at us. He probably could tell we were real young. And 
he said he smelt weed apparently and you know as being so young and naive we let him search the car and he found the 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 rappers yes i know shouldn't have let him search the car but he, he found the rappers and eventually he was like did you he was like where's the where's the roll-up where's the where's the thing he smoked out of because it was just empty there's nothing in the in the bag of roll-ups and so he started searching the street for the actual um you know and he's searching he's searching he got the flashlight i'm like i don't even know how this dude knows to search the street where we were walking <laughs> he finds it <laughs> and uh he puts it into the to the bag and He's like, yeah, call your parents, call your parents, call your mom. He can tell, he can tell, he definitely could tell we were young. And he was like, you know, call your mom and uh, call my mom one time. She doesn't answer. Call her again twice. She doesn't answer. I'm not going to blow up her phone because I don't want her to pick up the phone. So I'm like, get about that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to call my aunt. My aunt is like, you know, she's not that much older than me. She's the cool aunt. You know what I'm saying? So I'll call her down and uh, she picks up the phone. First call. It's like, yeah, hello. I'm like. Brandy, can you come pick me up? I got in trouble with the police, blah, 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 smoking, blah, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, I'll be there right now. So she comes to get me. And mind you, she has to drive 45 minutes to come over here. <laughs> My mom is just down the street. Like, I literally live right down the street. So she has to come over here. She gets us, takes us to my mom's house, me and my friend John. The police officer drives behind us. Me, the police officer, John, and my aunt are at the door. Police officer bangs on my door to wake my mom up and to, you know, show her what happened, show her what happened. And she opens the door and she sees all four of us. And she literally looks at me and she's like, Ivory, what in the world? Ivory, what the, f she just doesn't even, she doesn't even speak. She just looks at me with like the craziest face. And oh my goodness, the cop, the cop luckily was so nice and he let us off the hook and he just, you know, was like, don't let it happen again. They're underage. Um, I didn't find any weed, but you can, I can presume they're smoking and um, whatever. And I, I was telling him, you know, I play football at the high school. And so he was, he was really cool about it. My mom, on the other hand, was not so cool about it. And uh, there was a lot of animosity between me and her from that point. And my friend John was caught up in it. But that just goes to show like that was one of the, the signs that God was telling me to be aligned, to get aligned with my purpose and to, to start living in it. And I, I know I just gave one example, but there is so many other examples. I talk about this story all the time. My junior year getting suspended from playing football for 30 days. And for y'all college athletes, y'all know how important your junior year is. That's when you get the, you know, the bulk of your film. And I just didn't have that. Uh, I missed half the season. I lit more than half the season. And um, that was another wake up call for me. And I just kept having these wake up calls, these wake up calls. And it just, it just didn't click for me. I don't even know what it was that made me come to the realization that I need to change. I'm, I'm trying to think of what actually made me come to that realization that, all right, I've, I got to start living in my, in my passion. I got to start living in my purpose. And I think if we're being honest, it wasn't until college, it wasn't until as of it wasn't as as of till last last year and i started to be conscious about my mind i started to be conscious about my i think no i know what it was <laughs> yes i remember very clearly i remember 
my freshman year after the season ended. And I remember waking up one morning and I just felt at like this like beautiful peace. Like I can't even explain the peace I was feeling. And it was so random. I just felt so much peace with inside of me. I think I compared the peace to stillness. I just had this random stillness. It's like I was, you know, how the monks and the Buddhists and, and all the scriptures, it says like to be enlightened. I feel like I was enlightened that whole morning. And it was just the weirdest feeling. It was like I wasn't overthinking. It was like I was just still. But before that point, I was in a very dark place dealing with, you know, a lot of anxiety and depression and all that type of stuff. And just just negative feelings towards myself. And my perception was just fucked up. I say that. I didn't mean to curse. But my perception on the world was just messed up. And finally, my, I guess I just woke up one morning with my mind and my body and God was just like, Give him peace. Give him stillness. Let him feel it. Let him feel what it feels like to just be free from yourself. And it was the best feeling ever. And I remember waking up the next day after that, and it was back. To, it was just back to how I was feeling before. It was just back to feeling down. It was back to feeling negative. I remember getting a book from my friend Alex, and he was he. It was shortly after that. It was maybe like a week after that moment. And he told me to read the book, The Power of Now, right? The Power of Now. I didn't even read before this point, but he tells me to read this book. He actually gives me the book and I'll read it that summer. And the things that were talked about in this book was so eye opening to me. It was like, it was like a, it was like a revolution was starting for me. It was, I don't even know if I'm using the right words. I said a revolution, but it was just like, um, it was a huge awakening for me. I'll say that. And I say it was an awakening for me because it, it that book taught me that there's no time that's more important, that's worth more than this moment right now. Like the only moment we can control is the present moment right now. I can't control what's happening right now by thinking about the future or thinking about the past. And I feel like a lot of times as humans, we're constantly thinking about the future. We're constantly thinking about the past. And they say, you know, you think about the future, you're constantly thinking about the future, you get anxiety, you're anxious, you're waiting for something to come, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. You're thinking about the past, and you're dwelling on the past, you're depressed. And I was fluctuating between those two ends. And I was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, future, past, future, past. And I wasn't focused on what was right in front of me. I wasn't focused that I was at a division one college, that I was here for free, that I have a a beautiful mom. I have two beautiful sisters. I have a family that loves me. I have friends. I wasn't focused on that. Instead, I was focused about just tomorrow. What was going to happen tomorrow? Tomorrow, tomorrow. What happened yesterday? And I'll go to bed. What happened today? What happened today? And I just refused to acknowledge the present moment. And so when I was reading this book, this book was explaining to me that the only moment that matters, no, check that. The only moment you can ever control is the present moment. Because think about it, right? Think about it. Truly think about it. The past and the future is defined by what you do now. Think about it. What did I just say? Anything I say right now, that's my past. I create my past and my future by controlling what I do right now, the present moment. And this book was basically just talking about 
Like time is an illusion. That's really what it said. Time is an illusion. All you have is now. And the way our mind works is we try to constantly bring our mind to bring up images, right? Images of the past and visions of the future. But what we don't realize is that these visions for the future become reality. When we're constantly thinking of how the future is going to end up, our future is more likely to end up the way we think it is going to end up like. And I tell you this because I know from my experience, the most happiest people are living in the present moment. And I know that sounds cliche. I know that sounds crazy. But yo, you got to live in the present moment day in and day out. So I started manifesting that. I started bringing that energy into my life and I started trying it. I started trying to practice that stuff. I said, you know what, Ivory? When my mind is going to bring up the past, I'm going to just, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just going to focus on what's in front of me. When my mind is going to bring up the future, I'm going to start focusing on what is in front of me. It was, it was truly eye-opening, man. And I started, I started manifesting this, this type of mindset and this belief in that I don't have all the answers, you know, I don't have all the answers. Like I have to learn things. I have to learn things that aren't being taught. I have to learn how to think for myself. I have to learn how to think the right way because believe it or not, I don't think a lot of people are taught the right way to think because we're all conditioned as people. People are conditioned to be average, plain and simple. We are conditioned to be average as people. And I don't want to sound like conspiracy theorists on here. I don't want to sound like conspiracy theorists, but there's a certain type of people out there that don't want us to become the best versions of ourselves. There's certain types of people out there who don't want us to discover our purpose, who don't want us to discover our passion. Why is that? Because they want us enslaved. And I don't mean in shackles. I mean, be mentally enslaved. But you have to realize and I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't want to force my religious beliefs on anybody, but I'm speaking for myself. If I'm, this is a letter to Ivory, and I'm going to say it like that. <laughs> like, Ivory, you got to learn. And I'm really talking to y'all. I'm really talking to y'all. But some people might take this the wrong way. But you got to learn that God did not set you on this earth to be average. He gave you an undeniable gift it's in everybody it don't it's in everybody it's in it was in, it's in Michael Jordan and it's in you believe that and it's not just a gift to play a sport it's something bigger than that god does not want us to be average he wants us to be great he truly wants us to be great in everything that we do he wants us to be great because he knows we're capable of being great okay now what is great Great is different for everybody. My great is different from your great. But you know deep down in your heart what you can truly achieve in this life. And so I basically, I started manifesting these beliefs and I started, you know, taking them in and I started changing my thinking. And slowly and surely, you know, obviously it took a lot of practice. My mind started changing. And instead of attracting all these bad circumstances, like getting caught by the cops and suspended from high school, I started to attract good things in my life. and. I just put my faith in God and I put my faith in my mind and the power of my mind, the true power of our mind, the true power of our mind is powerful, yo. 
Like, so that, you know, something I manifested. And, you know, I eventually got in contact with one of my mentors, Niyu Sobu, and, you know, he's big on mindset and he was talking to me, he was preaching to me about, you know, ways to think, ways to approach things in life, way to approach circum- certain circumstances, way to overcome certain circumstances. Man, he basically opened my eyes up to just this whole nother world that's in between our, our ears, called our mind, our brain. He opened me up to what this is truly capable of doing. And um, I started reading more about the law of attraction. And when I was reading the book of the law of attraction, come my junior year, I think, yeah, beginning of junior year, you know, it says to write down your vision. And the vision that I wrote down is, you know, part of my vision. And, and you got to act like you already, when you write down your vision, I'm going to say this right now, when you write down your vision, for all y'all that want to be successful at something, for all of you guys that have goals, ambitions, and dreams, which should be every single one of you guys, y'all should write down your vision, right? And you know how they say that if you write down your goals and your visions, it's 40% more likely to happen. I'm going to say that's bullshit. You know why? Because you can write it down, but when are you coming back to it? Let me say this. If you write down, and I promise you this, I promise you this. If you write down your vision and then you read it every single night, every single night, parts of your vision will start to come true. Promise you that. Guarantee it. Key is you act like you already. So when you write down that vision, write it down like it's already happened. Write down, you know, oh, I am Ivory. I live on Southern Cal- in Southern California. I have two AMGs. I got a big ass mansion. My family is beautiful. I got a dog. I got a wife. I got beautiful kids. I got a, you know, a, a Fortune 500 company. I'm going to it happy every. So that's what I did basically. I said that was part of my vision. I said I'm wake up every morning at 6 a.m. overlooking the ocean, right? 6 a.m. overlooking the ocean. <laughs> and yo, I read that every single morning and night. At, I, I was, this is my vision. At 25 years old, I'll wake up in Southern California overlooking the beautiful ocean. I'll wake up in my mansion and I'm going to leave the rest to blank so y'all don't copy that. But that was the, how I started off my vision. And I kid you not, a year later, I got a call about, you know, a house offer on Narragansett Beach, a beautiful ass, a million dollar condo right on Narragansett Beach that overlooks the ocean. And obviously I was able to to afford it by paying monthly, first of all, and because of my student scholarship. So that wasn't a problem. And I was fortunate enough to, to get that house and land that house and have the most amazing view looking over the ocean. And right when I got in the house, I read my vision and it said, you know, wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning overlooking the ocean. As I'm reading this, I open up the blinds and I just see the ocean. And I'm just like, this is no joke. This manifestation stuff is no joke. I can truly become anybody I want to be. I just condition my mind to become that. If I just condition my mind that I can, that it's actually possible. See, a lot of y'all write down your visions and goals, but you don't think it's actually possible. 
You, you deep down don't think it's actually possible. But stop that. Stop that. You have to condition your mind. You have to reread your vision. Reread your goals, man. And manifest it in your life. What you think will come to life. What you think will come to life. So I started manifesting that. And I started manifesting amazing people in my life. I started manifesting great relationships. I started manifesting a relationship with God. God. And I was an atheist all my life. And I started manifesting this beautiful relationship. I started meeting people at church who were just amazing people. All because it's like, okay, let me give you another analogy that maybe y'all might be able to relate to better. So think of like a girl, right? A woman, a girl, teenage, teenage girl, right? Who's beautiful, who's super beautiful, but she doesn't think she's beautiful. She truly does not like herself. She thinks she's ugly. She thinks she isn't worth anything. She thinks she is just not valuable at all, right? And so a lot of time, those types of, of, of females, those types of people in general, not just females, they attract someone who is going to further reaffirm that belief, you know? And so maybe it might be like someone who is abusive, someone who is harmful, someone who is just degrading, right? And that person will start to think that they deserve it because they don't even value themselves. And so I think of it the same way. It's like you attract what you think. You know, if I'm a shitty person and I'm and I think shitty, I have a shitty perception. I'm like, I hate people. I hate you. I hate who am I going to attract in my life? I'm going to attract people who think the same way as, as that. You know, I, I'll tell you this. Um, who's someone? Let's name someone super successful in the in the sports world. Right. Let's name someone like Michael Jordan. Right. Michael Jordan. One of the greatest, the greatest basketball player of all time. Do you think when he was just winning, winning those championships, when he was getting MVP, defensive and offensive player of the year, do you think that he was surrounding himself around people who didn't have that same type of mindset? Do you think Michael Jordan was hanging around average thinking people? You know what he did when his team was shitty and he was the only good player on his team on the Bulls? He made everybody better. He said, I'm not coming down to y'all level. I'm going to make y'all come to my level. He demanded excellence from all of his teammates. He brought them up because he can't afford to go down because he knows how his mind works. He knows that if he goes down to his his teammates level, he's not going to be great himself. It's the same thing, man. The way you think is so powerful. Manifestation, man. Michael Jordan was manifesting things into his life. Believe that. Believe that. The GOAT. He manifested the GOAT. We can bring him on his podcast right now today, Lord. Deontay Wilder, man. He's a huge, he's a huge believer of the law of attraction and manifesting things, man. Hold up. Matter of fact, where's my phone at? Hold up. Be right back. Let me play y'all a little, a little excerpt of Deontay Wilder, one of the greatest heavyweights. I oh, know he just lost to Tyson Fury, but Deontay Wilder is still one of the greatest heavyweights. I don't care what nobody got to say right now, today, Lord. Come on. Deontay. All right. Listen to this, man. Y'all want y'all to listen to this, right? 
brought about Saturday night. You know, seeing what I'm gonna be capable of doing against his style, against his willingness, against his determination to have what I call Sophia. You know, as you know, this is my seventh consecutive time defending my title. I've been a champion since 2015. I'm enjoying every bit of it. It's a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot of it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of responsibility being a champion and not just having a belt and, and, and that's it, or uh, having fights, that's it. There's a lot of things that come with this. And each and every time I, I speak, like I said, because I believe in myself. And come Saturday night, I'm going to see why. I've said so many things. I can't say enough. I can't say enough. I, I speak it. Believe it, receive it, speak it, believe it, receive it, speak it, believe it, receive it. I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see it. Can you feel the power, the magic that I put out in the universe and I let it manifest and they drop it to me? It don't get no power for it. My mind, I control it. My words, I speak that. My action, I display that. And come Saturday night, I show it. Speak it, believe it, receive it. Speak it, believe it, receive it, man. I'm a name. That's the name of this podcast. Speak it, believe it, receive it. This is not. This is not like. Like I'm not saying this because I'm trying to like. I'm not saying this for a front. Like this is real life, man. Like. Y'all going to see where Think Gold goes because of the way that I speak it, believe it, receive it. I'm not playing games with this. Like, I want this to be one of the greatest companies. I want Think Gold to be a household name, and it's going to be a Think Gold, a household name. So I'm going to speak it, I'm going to believe it, and then I'm going to receive the blessings from it. Because what I put out in the universe is going to come back to me. But I have to put out the right thing. I have to, I have to manifest it. And manifest isn't just, and the law of attraction isn't just saying it, right? Saying, Deontay Wilder isn't just saying he's going to be the heavyweight champion of the world. Michael Jordan didn't just say he was just going to be the GOAT. Say it and then believe it while you put in the work. Believe it while you do whatever that you're doing. Action, there's still action that needs to be done. But manifestation is real and I get so passionate about it because it will change your life. And I, and I wish I could teach it to, I will teach it. I'm going to teach it to my kids. Believe that. But I wish I could teach it to some of the people in my, in my, in my, in my close circle. I wish I could really get them to think on the same wave as me. But I know that it's not, it's not possible to get everybody on the same wave. So I'm going to tell you this, right? Please, please be conscious that the only moment that matters is right now right now not what you were thinking happened five seconds ago not what you're thinking that i'm about to say next right this word right now two manifestation is the law of the land you speak it into existence speak it believe it receive it and everything that you do it works negatively and positively speak good and good things will happen to you with action they don't want you to be thinking and growing rich they don't 
They really don't. I love each and every one of y'all. You know, this is a platform. This is a safe space for anybody who wants to come on this podcast and just share whatever that that comes to their mind. And think gold is is think gold is is golden. It's there's so much to it. It's not limited to one subject. It's not limited to just mindset. It's not limited to just sports and football. It's not limited to just business. It's not limited to to any. There's no limit on this because people try to limit things. There's no limit on this. And so, you know, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Speak it, believe it, receive it. If you guys could follow my page, not my page, our page, Think Gold Media on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. <laughs> I got a apparel website, Think Gold Apparel. If you want to buy hoodies. If you're listening to this, you know what? Matter of fact, if you're listening to this, use the promo code FRIMPONG for a little discount. I got you. And um, also, if you're listening to this, tell me that you listen to this and I might just give you a free hoodie. But, you know, love y'all, man. We're going to keep it short today. Thank you for taking the time. Whatever that you're doing right now, I pray, I pray that God keeps you safe during this pandemic. I pray that whatever battles you have going on with inside of you, even when you act like you don't know that it's going on, I pray that you heal. I pray that God heals you. I pray that you heal yourself. I pray that this message that I spoke will not fall upon deaf ears. And I pray that before you judge, you judge yourself. Amen. Thank God. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.